Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Mewes. Guess what's happening this week, man, on Thursday, February 2nd. What's happening? Fucking look at you playing the role. If you're going to be that good, nobody's going to show up, dude. We're going back to the movie screens. You and me in a movie theater. I need a better performance. Let's do this again. Take two. Get Ready? Uh, uh, guess what's happening on Thursday, February 2nd? What's happening, my friend? There you go. That's the performance we all know and love. There it is, snooch to the nooch. Uh, that's right. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The podcast that's going to be streaming like a big piss-stained fucking fountain of urine coming out of Muse's little wiener. Uh, right into theaters. That's right. Jay and Silent Bob are back on the screen for the first time in a new way that you've never seen them before. Two dudes sitting at a table and talking to one another. And you can watch it in a movie theater. And here's the thing. It's happening live, streaming into theaters everywhere. Go to livefrombehind.com for details. While it's happening, you can ask us questions. First half of the show is me and Muse doing Jay and Silly Bob Get Old. Sit to the news! Nice little taste of it right there. That first taste is free, bitch. Everything after that costs. <laughs> after that, we do a Q&A, me and Muse. And Muse is going to stand in for you as we pull your questions off of Titter. For, uh, titter. Yeah. Yeah. Muse could pull your titter. That's a new one. Yeah. As we pull your questions off of Twitter... Uh, with a special hashtag that we'll give you that evening in theaters. It's going to be grand. You're going to be asking those questions. We're going to be talking to the screen like you're there. It's going to be like uh, like that Purple Rose of Cairo movie, man. I just lost half the audience by referencing an old Woody Allen movie. Uh, but in any event, it's going to be fucking cool. This has never happened before, to my never. knowledge. Nobody's podcasted in the movie theater streaming. Never. This is like going to see one of them Dave Matthews Band concerts in, in a movie theater, but it's not Dave Matthews Band, and it's not entertaining. It's you and I. Yes, and it's, just, it's live. And it's live. Bitch. I don't think a band's even done it live. One night only, 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 only. Hello, hello, hello. That's right, man. One night only, Thursday, February 2nd. Go to livefrombehind.com or csmod.com. Click on the link. Find out if it's playing in a theater near you. Get your ass there, man. Sit down and interact with us. Watch us. Do our podcast live. And then we'll Q&A with you. Ask questions. It's like the future, bitch. It's, Eat popcorn. It's going to be like, it's like the Jetsons. A, a big television screen is going to be barking. I'm like spacely. I'm like, Jetson! When you're in the theater, that's all I'm going to do for an hour and a half. Jetson! And by the way, this is a three-hour event. Hour and a half, Jane, Silent Bob, good old podcast. Hour and a half Q&A afterwards that you'll be involved in. Know what my goal is? What? After this, next time, yes. 3D. Oh. So while they're in their seats, I'm going to reach out and I'll be able to tickle the bung piece. The dream. That's See? the future. Support this kind of effort in the future. Real 3D with Muse. Yes. Uh, there it is, man. Thursday, February 2nd. Come on out and see us. Go to livefrombehind.com for ticket information or csmod.com. We'll see you at the movies. Yeah, yeah. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. And I'm Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome. Another fun-filled Sunday here on NetHeads on the Smodcast Internet Radio. Oh, try that again. On Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. Even better. So, first of all, I'd like to start the show by saying, Trent, 
Thank you so much for being there. Hey, I'm here, folks. We thought so, uh, we, we thought we'd do something new for today's show, and we'd actually have <laughs> both hosts on the air when we started. Because showing up is half the battle. Yes, it is. Uh, apparently, also looking out for the little buttons that Microsoft can uh, hide on their on their wonderful operating systems. Well, not really hide, but just have up. And when you're remoting into a machine with a delay, sometimes you can accidentally hit the wrong button. Which I did. So in case you're wondering why the stream just suddenly went away, it's because the lovely server decided to do some uh, scheduled maintenance right then. Yeah, just going to reboot. Well, you know, the the thing about this show is we cannot start without there being an issue. That is, it's the official, uh, it's it's actually in part of our uh, charter. Yeah, no, it is, it is. It is. The bylaws themselves dictate that we're not allowed to start on time. Yes, that is not allowed. We can't do that, and we can't start without a technical glitch. And we've had one now, so I'm happy. Are you happy, Trent? Uh, yeah, everything's copacetic on my end. Not to say that it won't shit the bed in, you know, 15 minutes. Well, you know, I actually, I was tempting fate before the show started. I was purposely thumbing my nose at fate, if you will. <laughs> I was, I was You're daring. Gi- I was giving fate the finger. Uh, because I, I had, I, if you're a long time listener to the show, you know that there, uh, has been a saga, uh, that occurred, uh, in relation to my studio versus my wife's cat. <laughs> it's the only way to put I'm, it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. And, and I'm sorry if, if, you know, it's, it's, it's been ongoing for quite some time. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the whole point is I, I, this weekend I decided, you know, it's time to finally figure out if we're going to have to replace the carpet in here or if, uh, or if it can be cleaned to the point where it's acceptable. Right. So last night I finally took that initiative. I finally took that charge because I wanted to do two things at once. Uh, I wanted to try and get the uh, studio properly wired and I wanted to try and clean the carpet. So in order to facilitate one, I had to undo the other. So I completely undid all the equipment in here. Every last bit of it, completely unplugged. And I, and I, I can't even imagine because I've still got, you know, cords and wires from hell to breakfast and I'm running one computer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, so I've got power supplies for at least one, two, three. Three machines, uh, the headphone amplifier has its own power brick, the, the router itself for the, um, network connection amongst all these machines. You know, it has a, a you know, a power cord. The mixer has a power cord. The dead computer has a mon- power cord. The monitor for at least two computers, one of which isn't working cords. So, you know, there's lots of cords is the whole point. Right. And, uh, the studio, well, Trent, you remember when you were here and I was like at the last minute, you know, finding cables and we were just throwing <laughs> crap together. I think we were recording a radio askew at the time. We were, uh-huh. And you remember how like the whole thing just kind of got thrown together? <laughs> yeah. It never yeah. changed from that. That <laughs> It was I mean, it worked. Yeah, that never got modified, adjusted, nothing. Not a zip zone. <laughs> So there were cables going this way, that way. There, you know, cables that it was like the Winchester mystery house of cable piles because there were cables going, not even going to things. There were cables coming to and fro. I mean, there were just, you know, cables that would go up a staircase that go to nowhere. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I, I had just a mess of stuff in here. And so right. I, I said, this is a great cleansing opportunity. Sure, give, give it a purge. Yeah, let's clean the carpet and let's try and get the wiring. Cause I really, my, my main goal was to not have it so it looks like, well, if I, 
accidentally go one inch to the left, I'm going to bring the whole system down. Uh, I wanted to get away from that appearance. And plus, you know, there's only so many times I can handle my wife coming in, looking at the floor and saying, that's got to be a fire hazard. (laughs) You know, because that's, you know, you you really want your spouse to have faith in you. And, you know, when you've got wires going everywhere, there's not a lot of faith. Especially when, the, you know, the room across the hall is your daughter's. I mean, safety does come into it. It's a little bit. Oh, sure. Throw that at me. <laughs> now, not only have I been a slob, but I've been a bad dad, too. Uh, so so that never improved. So I figured this was the time to do it. So last night, as I said, I got everything off of the floor and I cleaned the carpets. Well, I neglected to remember or I chose to forget that there was a gathering that was going to occur today uh, that uh, I would have to attend. So okay. I did, and I literally got up to the studio at 5.25, maybe 5.30, and I looked at what I had done, and I thought, <laughs> oh, you idiot. But you know what I did, Trent? All I did was I, I, I just took each breath calmly, and I just said, okay, first things first, let's hook this up, let's hook that up, take your time, and get through it. And sure enough, at 5.55... I was downstairs pouring a lemonade, confident in the fact that we would at least be able to broadcast a little bit. Wait, so, so I mean, everything's in order and has its place? Yeah, pretty. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too. I mean, I was using my Velcro uh, cable binds. and Right, yeah. You know, the only thing I've got to do, I do have some of the last-minute audio cables I hooked up, I do have to clean up. Okay, And I'm okay. still debating whether I want to pull the old Pentium 3 computer out of the closet that's running Windows 2003 server to uh, replace the uh, one that died, or if I just want to try and get an inexpensive tower to replace it, I don't know which way I'm going to go. Maybe you could wait, uh, you know, for like a you know computer pride day or something when you can pull that computer out of the closet. <laughs> well, it literally, my studio does have a closet and it is over there, so it's not like I was trying to out it or anything. Hey, by the way, forgot to mention, and the phone's been ringing off the hook the whole time we've been talking. Um, <laughs> If you want to take part in the program, you can. You can do it in one of two ways. If you're on the Twitter, you can do hashtag NetHeads. We'll follow along. Trent, guaranteed to interact with you. Me, mm-hmm. not so much. It's not that yeah. I'm being aloof or a jerk. I've just got too many computers, and you're, I'm easily you're, confused. You're steering the show, man. You know, you, the captain can't be be down underneath the bow drinking with the mates. <laughs> My wife says to Calvin, I miss what he said, but he said <laughs> Uh, my wife said to him, the old smelly cranky cat died. I never want a cat again. <laughs> well, considering it waged war on my studio, neither do I. Uh, and, and, uh, Mike Bjork 702 says, welcome to this old studio with your host, Will Wilkins. <laughs> now, what we're going to do right here is we're just going to get some, uh, some Velcro straps and we're just gonna put a couple cables together see they're they're nice little cables yeah well we've as you can see underneath our desk we have what would be considered a cable organizing area the nice wire harness with curved up on both sides so that way you can effectively run your cables through here and know that they won't get pulled up now we're going to use a velcro fastener to secure them into place and you notice this little bit of cabling back here this power cord you know we're plugging the monitor into this power strip right next to it but what we're going to do is we're going to bind this cable up so that way it's not falling off of the table that it's on also what you notice these uh on the back of the power on the back of the power strip here you'll notice these wonderful little holes here now we can make a, a pattern from these holes a template if you will and we could actually put some screws in the underside of the desk and we can mount that power strip underneath there so we can get our power off of the floor that's yes up and off the floor everybody <laughs> so 
so that's done. And, and uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. Hashtag NetHeads on the Twitter. Or you can call us at uh, 925-238-9020. Yeah, uh, and call, if you're calling in, you know, tell us what your beef is. What, what, yeah. what do you want to talk about? Well, what I want to talk about, too, is I want to talk about people's home studios. Because, obviously, I've gone into great detail about my, not your home studio, but your home computer area. What is it right. like? Yeah. You know, like, Trent, what is your home computer area like now, now that you've got the new computer? First yeah, of all, are yeah. you on a desk? Are you on a table? What are you on? I Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm on a desk, but it's, I mean, this is 1952 military uh, surplus desk. Okay, so it's that nice uh, kind of matte green color, and it's metal, uh, except for the top, which is like this uh, faux mica thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, hey, we got a caller in the air. Go ahead. Who are you? Where are you calling from? This is Fred. You're breaking up, buddy. You want to try that again? This is Francis from Georgia. Francis from Georgia, is that right? Yep. Wow, he is he's breaking up something nasty though. Wonder why that is. We talk about, it's my birthday. Today is your birthday? Yep. Oh, and wow. you're spending it with us, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, this is another one of those situations where I don't know if I should be happy or sad for them. <laughs> you know? So wh- what are you doing with your day, sir, other than listening to us? What was your birthday like? I went to the old barn with my parents. You went to what? Where? Who? Olive Garden with my parents. Oh, Olive Garden. I tell you what, man, that place is the death of me when it comes to the, the never-ending possible. Well, yep. let, let me just in that case say, sir, abundanza. <laughs> <laughs> abundanza. <laughs> Something like that. Well, happy birthday, sir. What, what, what anniversary of your birth is this? Uh, 33rd. Oh, he's, I'm older than Francis. That's gonna make you feel good. Not so much, dude. <laughs> Not so much. Um, so, uh, it, did you get any cool presents today? Uh, volume two. Wow! You, all, all we heard was R two D two being probed by an alien, and then something at the end with the word two. <laughs> Tell you what, Francis, thanks for your call, man. Try us again uh, next week, and in the meantime, uh, smack your cell phone around, all right, buddy? Okay. Okay, man, take it easy, and happy <laughs> birthday. Boy, happy birthday, poor man. Poor guy, he was calling since the beginning of the show, but it just he's just breaking up, man. He's breaking up. And if it, Francis, if, if you're you know on Twitter, uh, throw us a hashtag netheads in there, and we'll make sure uh, we can get people following you that way. Yeah, oh, hey, that's a great idea. Let's go ahead and cross-market everybody. So, so you're using... <laughs> You're using some old desk that got thrown out. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's awesome. I mean, it's huge. It's it's really deep. Um, so I can just put a ton of shit on top uh-huh. of it, which is which is you know a uh, a uh, few speakers, uh, you know, a sub, the the tower, the you know, a couple of monitors, recording equipment. It's all on there. Every last bit of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's all in one spot. So, I mean, that opens up the room for, you know, me to just throw things on the floor and, and disregard there. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to hug it and chuck it. That's all I'm going Yeah, at. it's pretty much how I live. Well, that's good, man. I, I'm glad that you're, uh, that you're, you're living the dream that way. But, uh, you know, like, a lot like you do, 
or at least had when I was there, uh, I'm in front of a window, and so I've got some some pretty thick curtains directly in front of me to try and you know help with the the echo in the room. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, that's what I have now too, and it, and it really it really does help a lot. It does, yeah. Because I used to have a a comforter that was pinned up on the wall, for lack of a better term. And, yeah. And now I don't have to anymore. <laughs> Which it'll probably make my wife very happy, knowing that I don't have to have that thing pinned up there anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, you haven't got the uh, comforter. Just you know, where's where's that comforter? It's kind of chilly downstairs. Where's the black comforter go, Will? Oh, I don't know. It's on the wall. That's why it's that's why it's black because it's neutral for the room. <laughs> sure, right? Yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't I, hinder nor help well, the aesthetics. I, I think I've I've made mention on the show before. What I have here in my office is a. Uh, a lot of dot coms used to use them because they were quick, inexpensive furniture. It's like a what they call a door desk. So it's in, for lack of a better term, it's it's a door that has four <laughs> legs added to it. You know, this one's actually nicer. Somebody actually did try and pretend that it was a desk. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, like it's been varnished and what have you. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's got a nice texture. It really is sure. more of a desk. And like I said, it's got that nice wire organizer on it, but. You know, my my office, my home office has always been just this uh, mismatched uh, mishmash of of things and items and stuff. Which is all you can really hope for. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, and I don't know, Will, did you put out the, the phone number uh, for people to call in? Yeah, I said that earlier, the 925-238-9020. Okay. Uh, there were just some folks on the, you know, the Twitter feed that were, uh, were, were jonesing for it again. Yeah, it's it's 925-238-9020. <laughs> 9020. I still haven't ported the 866 number over. Real glad I haven't done that yet. And of course, you know, while Francis was calling, I'm like, oh my God, is this all messed up? Can he hear us? Can he not hear us? What is it? But, uh, I don't know which one it is now. I forgot what That's... I was doing, Trent. It's okay. It's okay. Just, just take a sip of the lemonade and uh, don't spill it. Okay. Don't spill it. No, no, no. We've got the, uh, the heavy duty glass Uber mug. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> one that's allowed in the studio now. It would take uh, no. it would take a small army to knock this thing over. Okay, that or in my case, like a sippy cup. No, yeah, no. <laughs> um. So wait a minute, Trent, you're coming in on bus four, and I'm sending back to you on the FX channel. Okay, right. So it's yes. you, Sons of Anarchy, and the sound of my voice. <laughs> and we're not sending you back. No, no, I'm sending to you. On, I don't know what the hell's going on. Never mind. I'm not sending you back here. I'm just trying to determine. Could you hear the caller before? I should not have messed with the wiring before the no, show. No, yeah, no, I I heard him just fine. It, it was just as disjointed as you heard. Yeah, but then I started messing with it. Now I have no idea. Do me, tell me more about your work area. So you got the desk. <laughs> Where did you get your chair from? Talk about your uh, chair while I try and figure so this out. Yeah, no, uh, I had a roommate at one time, um, who, you know, if you, if you've listened to a part of him podcast, it's Rick and he was really into, uh, you know, uh, World of Warcraft. So he, he dumped some good coin into a, uh, an office chair that he spent a lot of time in and it, he ended up leaving it here at the house when he moved to Kentucky. So, uh, I, I, I have that that I'm sitting in. Otherwise, um, I don't know. Maybe I'd lower my desk and use like a, a banana chair because oh, those things were, were great. You know, playing with the old uh, Sega Master System as a kid. A banana, a banana chair? Wait, hold on. What's a banana chair? Rocking back and forth. What's a banana chair? Banana chair. You know, it's like the, uh, it's kind of shaped like, like, uh, well, a banana, I guess. <laughs> if you if you put your finger up, you know, uh, your your thumb whoa, and your whoa, whoa, finger whoa, up and. Whoa, wait, what? Put my and that's the shape, you know, like the the you know the little curve that it it makes, like a J almost. And you sit in there and you can rock back and forth. 
on the on the floor. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. I think I yeah. understand. I think I think I understand. Yeah, no, I I absolutely loved them, and it was kind of a uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a masochist type of thing. But I'd always you know rock back onto my fingers a little bit, and it it'd hurt, but I'd you know rock back off. But I it hurt a little, but I still liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it, you know. It, it reminded me of those days as a little child when Dad would give me a nice shanty cut, tin, freshly opened tin can to play with. <laughs> Sometimes the pain is the only thing I can feel. And the beautiful, nice, pretty silver would just cut through my hand. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happened. I'm sorry. Uh, hashtag netheads are 925-238-9020. You know, I'm kind of bummed. Eli Mendez was calling and uh, we missed the call. Oh, man. I almost want to kind of call Francis back just to see if it was a lousy connection or what. Yeah. No, it was odd. Yeah, I don't know. That's the problem with cell phones, though. Because a lot of people, I don't know, uh, that'd be another thing if you want to uh, talk to us about it. I'm wondering how many people still have traditional telephone lines. I mean, it's even hard to call it that. We do have what we would call a landline, but it is a voice over IP phone that's provided by AT&T Uverse. Yeah, so it's it's coming through your cable. It's it's not even a phone line per se. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, it it is, but it isn't because everything is coming in through the uh, copper. It's coming in a, across uh, two pairs. Oh, it's like I invoked uh, Vol- Lord Voldemort. Francis is calling back. <laughs> let's see, let's see if let's see I if this is from Georgia. Uh, yeah, I know, man. You got to turn down your radio, though, brother. Okay, I turned it down. Can we talk about Plastic Man? About Plastic Man. Yeah, I love Plastic Man. Well, now that threw me for a loop. If there's any one thing I didn't see coming, it was saying Plastic Man. No, are you talking? You're talking about the cartoon, the comic character, comic book uh, character, the, the DC character. Yep. I'm not familiar with it. Are you, Will? Well, I'm not. I don't have a lot of familiarity with him. I know that, uh, like, you know, when uh, what was it? Uh, the the Green Lantern. His first name was Kyle. What was his last name? Rainer. There you go. When he was the Green Lantern, when I was reading part of that series, I know that he had some involvement with the JLA. I mean, he's 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 similar. I mean, I'm going to take it back to what you know my point of reference usually to like a Mister Fantastic, right? Yeah, exactly. Which one originated first, though, is the question. Ooh. Plastic Man. Really? So Plastic Man was there before Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, yeah, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. 40, 1941. Yep. You know, the thing, though, is... now. So, are, Francis, are you a big fan of him from the comic book realm? Yeah. So then with something like the Saturday morning cartoon that I grew up on, where it kind of really... It didn't really shine him in a good light. Does that kind of thing irritate you? It was kind of silly, yeah. Yeah, it was. They really, it was, I guess the best way to compare it would be, not a direct correlation, but like the 1960s Batman television series versus, you know, the Batman comics. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, if I remember archives, they really pushed the envelope. Uh, They had had things like uh, saying, Plastic Man's on a farm and that's no bull. And one guy says, I'm going to have an orgy in the Plastic Man comics of the 1940s. Wow. There you go. Yeah, and I've I've seen him more recently. Um, I think it was last year. Uh, he had a, a small run in uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold. Okay, yeah. On the television series, you mean? Or yeah, on the, the on yeah on the TV series. Yep. All right, man. Well, cool, well, Francis. I'm glad we were able to get you clear. Apparently, your connection cleared up, and now we can know we are effectively able to tell you happy birthday, man. Thank you. 
You're welcome, and have a great day, all right? Okay. Thank you, sir. Happy birthday, man. Take care. There we go. So we got Francis, and we got him on the horn, and we can't hear him. So it's not my setup. It's his. Let's move on. <laughs> That's actually, well, you know, he's not the first person to have uh, spent uh, their birthday with us. No, no. But can you remember who else did? Uh, Yeah, Americo did. Okay, there's one. There was, I think there was one other one. Was his name uh, Stewart? I can't remember his uh, screen name. We don't get to see him a lot. Yes, anymore. I think you're right, actually. And I, and I, I, I remember the his his avatar on on Twitter, at least what it looks like. But yeah, Stu sixty two is that what it was? Yeah, there we go. I think he spent his birthday with us too. I uh, yeah, I think so. Plastic Von Cleve points out Plastic Man didn't age well, mostly his costume. Well, you know the whole problem was yeah. he had those funky visor kind of glasses. Yep. Yep. It's just like, is he still stuck in the disco age? Like, 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 essentially what Doc Brown wore when he came back from the future. Kind of. Well, but they were still, they were white frame black lenses, but it's kind of like, I think Plastic Man looks more like Michael Jackson right now. <laughs> you know, mili- but I'm talking like the military costume Michael Jackson, not, not like thriller era, thriller era, ja- never mind. <laughs> How interesting is it that you actually can use Michael Jackson as a chronometer? You really can. It's like, well, can, what, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh wait a minute. What at what point was Michael Jackson? Was that still where he, his face looked semi-normal with the Jerry curl? Oh, okay, the early eighties. Yeah, early eighties. So we're, we're talking thriller, Michael Jackson. Yeah. What? Oh, pre-op uh, nose, but still an adult. So you're talking about the late seventies. Okay, yes. I'm with you. <laughs> well, it's like it's like on a hot tub time machine. <laughs> uh, he asks the girl when they go back in time, "What color is Michael Jackson?" Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that, but I haven't. Uh, that's because it took me forever to actually get all the way through Hot Tub Time Machine. And send it. Didn't you? Didn't you hold on to that in Netflix for uh, eons? Ages, ages. <laughs> I was waiting for them to. Actually, how long do you hold on to a disc until they eventually say you've been charged twenty five dollars? Thank you. you I don't it. know if there is. I just, I just think that they, you can't ever get another one. Oh, Von Cleef was another one that spent his birthday with us. Oh, yeah. December 11th, 2011. There we go. I remember it fondly. It seems like it was only, you know, Last, six weeks ago. Yeah, not lo- not that long ago. <laughs> By the way, uh, I know you asked via Twitter, but yeah, I do feel a lot better now this week. Good, good. Although, once again, apparently, I guess the name of the game is we can't start without a, uh, a technical problem, and I can't do the show unless I'm medicated. Which is fine. I, I I celebrate that. I don't know if it was from moving the desk and other things or what, but you know, last night and today my back was killing me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know what? I remember the doctor gave me some pills from when I was having back problems before. Mm-hmm. So I took one, mm-hmm. and apparently they're like a muscle relaxant. Which is fine. It'd be great, except Will has just wanted nappy time all day. <laughs> It's Sunday, man. That's what Sundays are for. I know. I don't have time for nappy time, though. I don't. I've got (laughs) things to do. Like this show where I'm supposed to be entertaining and awake. (laughs) I don't know if entertaining and awake are synonymous. No, not necessarily. But I'll tell you what. When I walked in here today and I looked at the state of things, I'm like, "Eh, you know, canceling's not so bad. (laughs) We can do it. We can do it next week. It's okay. You just see this room of spaghetti cords, and you're like, oh, I don't know. We don't, we don't have to do the show. It's okay. 
Can you skip it? Just go to sleep, Will. Yeah, pretty much. That's don't don't do that. I'm even lulling myself into a. Well, you know, one of the things I did yesterday, um, I finally got into Boardwalk Empire. Oh yes, because I had not watched a single frame of it, and boy, okay. oh boy, wow! You even from from the get go, you're just locked into that show. It's another one of those ones where I'm just kicking myself in the ass for not having watched it sooner. But you know, it I I really the aftermarket video video watching is really the only way that I have time to get into shows. You know what? And I and I'm the exact same way because this this week I started Mad Men for the first time. I I watched two episodes of Mad Men and uh I still haven't been able to get back to it. Yeah, it, it, I mean it it is it, it it rolls along really slowly, but uh. You know, it, it's it's kind of what I do work wise, so it's, that that part's interesting. Oh yeah, that's right because you are yeah with advertising and marketing and stuff. But but uh, going back to Boardwalk Empire, I mean that's right off the bat. There's a lot going on. Yeah, definitely. Dude, there's just so many things, and I like the way they end up splitting the story in the first season, and then it starts coming. I'm at the point where things are like coming back together. Everybody's back in Atlantic City. And uh, Buscemi, he he won a uh, was a Golden Globe or Emmy for that. Mm. He probably deserves both. He did. What was the one that would just had? Was the Golden Globes, and I think he just won one for it. Like this, like a couple weeks ago like, when we yeah. were, when they were on. This is my whole boy. This is a great show, everybody. <laughs> so again, let me tell you. So we've got another computer that's not working. But you know, if we're going to bring a new one in, we're going to make sure that those cables run evenly along the desk <laughs> down to the point where the. T- and you want to make sure that you don't get them, you know, you know, bound too tightly. No. Um, you want to, you want a little give and go. Yeah, you want a little slack in case you need to adjust something a little bit this way, a little bit that way. <laughs> so tonight in San Francisco is yes. the uh, Smod live Smodcast. It's uh, number one ninety nine, which you know is another reason why I wouldn't expect people to be listening if you're in the San Francisco area anyway, unless yeah, you're on your smartphone show. via Stitcher. That right. could happen. Um, but and I I had tickets waiting for me, but you know on a Sunday night with work tomorrow and having to get up at five thirty, it that's just a little too late for me. Yeah, well, and and, and to do what? Turn around and go right back into the city. Yeah, exactly. I would I would go into the city. I would see the show, and I'm sure it actually would only be an hour, so it'd probably nine. Maybe I'd be home by ten. I probably could have handled it, but eh, you know, only to come home, sleep. I already already spend very little time at home. I figured right. it out. I only spend about three waking hours at home every weekday. Ugh. Yeah, and you're you're spending you know just as much time commuting as you are at home. Yeah. So because of that, I don't know. Thought of going into San Francisco again. I wanted to, but you yeah. know, it's it's not it's not like you know I show up and and then it's like, hey, we'll come backstage, chat for a little while. That doesn't happen. So right, I I just thought, uh, you know, I could I'll do better here, serving you fine folk. But and, and you are will yeah. But uh, an interesting thing of note: if you have a movie theater near you, on February second, oh, yeah. um, all across North America, I mean, there are at least Three movie theaters within dry, easy driving distance for me. Mm-hmm. And I live in the sticks of the San yeah. Francisco Bay Area, uh, where on February 2nd, the live from behind special live broadcast is happening with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. They're doing a live Jane Silent Bob get old. 
And then a Q&A right afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And that is happening. Uh, what is it? This Thursday? Uh, the second. Friday? So that's, that's, uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So, I mean, that, and, and, and best of all, actually, I don't even know what the ticket prices are like. Never mind. I shouldn't comment to that. <laughs> but it's not every day you can walk in with a bucket of popcorn and a big soda and watch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Well, and it's, it's three hours long. So, I mean, uh, if I remember right, and I'm just looking it up right now, because I looked it up earlier and I sent a tweet out there. So if there's any Smodomites that are, you know, looking to go in, in Utah, just uh, within relatively close driving distance of me, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine theaters. That are showing it. It's a ama- That are showing it. That just goes to show, and uh, Router Ninja says he's already got his tickets. Um, I, I, I'm really... I'm amazed, but that just goes to show that, you know, on a Thursday night, obviously there's not a lot going on box office wise to where, right. cause they're just able to open up a three hour window and, and ha- have it dropped into their theaters. Cause mm-hmm. I know a lot of things like they'll do like operas and that kind of thing. And, yeah. and those are like Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. or something silly yeah. like that. No one's there anyway. Yeah. And, and so I'm sure this is a, another good repurposing, but I think it's really cool. So in Canada, it's $20 at theaters, and it was uh, 15 for Nedja Word. So uh, that's uh, at $5 an hour. That's a bargain. Yeah, you're, you're not going to see a movie for that that cheap. No, you're not. Well, you not well, not not a three hour one. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're not going to, you know, most movies, you know, in 90 minutes. Yeah. And you're paying the same price. Boy, we both just kind of became mumbles right there for a second. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really want to go. That, again, I really want to go. But also, again, I gotta be at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and and you, you got to be a dad too. I, that's something I, well, fingers crossed, am not. <laughs> Nobody's told me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it hasn't come up on my taxes yet. Nobody's mentioned anything. Well, there was that one time somebody came by at midnight, but. But we all know how that ended. <laughs> yeah, so wonderfully, so wonderfully. <laughs> so uh, how have things, by the way, you were here and awake for the show this week, which, yes. again, I thank you for. I really appreciate that. Well, hey, and, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm I, a little more clairvoyant. I'm a little more uh, with it, so to speak. You're awake and coherent. That's good. Um, Hey, mm-hmm. caller, who are you? Where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm from California in L.A. Um, I have a question for you guys. So you guys know tech stuff. Um, I need help on. Uh, I'm trying to purchase uh, microphones, like for broadcasting, like you guys do. Uh, what okay. do you guys recommend uh, under a hundred dollars budget? Wait a second, we're broadcasting. <laughs> yes, you are. Holy crap! <laughs> I thought we were just doing this for us. <laughs> no, no, there's, no, no. There's people I enjoy listening. you guys' conversation, by the way. And I agree. If nobody's watching Mad Men, you're missing out the best drama. That is a great fucking show. I mean, show. Sorry. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> I, good, I agree. It is a great fucking show. I just haven't read it. It's one of those ones where I'm not going to... I can't sit and watch it. Um, well, then again, the whole reason why I've been able to do this mini marathon of uh, Boardwalk Empire is because I'm using my iPad, so I'm able to just exactly. to walk with watch with discretion. And Madman's kind of the same way. I, I feel like with Madman, I have to watch with discretion. Which, yeah, and well, uh, because of you, I told I told my my wife uh, about Doctor Who. She had a whole marathon Doctor Who and Torchwood. She watched that as well. 
I I thought Torchwood was okay, but the one that really messed me up was a Torchwood Children. Was it Children of Earth? It was a special five part series that they had done. Yeah, and all yeah, of these. That one messed me up. <laughs> Why? I uh, just the the way it, the whole thing was resolved. It was just in the whole story. It was just really, really. I think the only way to put it is it was really, really dark. Mm, all right, all right. I see. Um, but but, uh, but Trent yeah, hasn't my... seen it, so he can't really talk to it, right? Yeah, I, I you know I'm I'm nice. still uh, I'm still in season three of uh of the Doctor. Oh wow! And yeah, my wife will I... kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming slowly. I'm slowly catching up. Yeah. Well, actually, like, like I told you before, I think uh, you deserted the Xbox because you've been playing a lot of Star Wars. Uh, you, you know, uh, last week I played an unhealthy amount, and then this week I've 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 fasted a little bit from the from the slow tour, and I I actually haven't logged on since uh, last Sunday morning. Oh wow. Yeah, I've had, you know, I've had things going up, and, and my apologize to uh, everyone in uh, beating a, a dead Gungan, because I haven't been there. Is that the name of the guild? Uh, yeah, and if you want to check out the guild uh, website that Router Ninja designed, it's beatingadeadgungan.com. <laughs> I'm, I, wow. I, I, I just feel so so warm in my heart right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, well, what I, I talked about, Trent, is since you, know, you have your Xbox, and, uh, uh, and I'm trying, me and Trent... To talk about, uh, you know, there is a lot of games in the Xbox, and try to introduce you some some games to play. So I'm trying to think what game is easier you could play and have fun in the Xbox that you have never had a good experience with a bunch of you know people from the fans and uh, his, your guy, uh, my show as well. You know, just have fun. Uh, you know, I would say, uh, well, if you've ever played Castle Crashers or if you haven't, that's a really fun one. Mm. Yes, it is. And, that, and, that's that one. If you like X Men, there's an X Men arcade one. Uh, there's a motorcycle one is re- really fun as well. Also, you, we could play a little, you know, if it's fighting games, easy, easy game. You could fight like an old school Street Fighter. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm I'm video games, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't say you're a nerd. I got to tell you though, one of the things I was at my brother-in-law's house earlier today, and they were watching the X Games, right? Oh right, right, and and just watching these guys do all their stuff because uh, like one of them was a snowboarding competition, and the whole time I'm watching this, I'm going, "Oh man, you know what I miss? I miss playing SSX." Oh, that oh, rock! That's a beautiful game. Oh, oh. I, I, the first one of them I ever played was actually SSX Tricky, which so far for me was the best that I had played. And man, it just, I, I cannot tell you how much time I wasted on that game trying to get better scores. And it was just, it's a thing of beauty. Well, and I think there was yeah, a division too. You were either an SSX fan or you were a, a Cool Borders fan, which was the PlayStation equivalent. Um, maybe. Can't remember. <laughs> well, I played I a ton remember. of Cool Borders. But, but have you seen the new one? There's, there's gonna be the new one for, uh, Xbox and PS3. It, it looks beautiful. They, they remastered it, I guess, pretty much, but it's almost the same thing. Yeah, they were, uh, they were running commercials for it during the X games, and I was just like, oh, I know what I want now. <laughs> I want the that. Beauty, game. I, was, I was playing NBA Jam on the Xbox Live game, 
Um, and they have a team of FSX. You could use them as NBA, NBA Jam stars players. <laughs> so you basically, they do their tricks and slam dunk, make the freaking glass and everything. It's really crazy, crazy, crazy. Sorry, I just had to laugh <laughs> because, uh, Lee, I think is his name, Z Digital 13 says, I love playing SEX, and yes, it's always tricky. <laughs> well played. Well except, played. Except, Will, it's a little, it's, it's less fulfilling when you're in the, the, the one player mode. Yes, definitely. And there's also that feeling of shame. Uh, so Trent, I'm going to let you field this one. I am, uh, I'm a bit of a microphone snob. So I've always been, I've also been spoiled. I've always had, uh, really good microphones. So, Uh, so what's your recommendation for like a hundred dollars or below? Do you even have one? I personally don't own own one. The, um, you maybe if you shop around, you could pick up what I'm using for a hundred bucks. They were a hundred and nine when I bought them, so if we're splitting hairs there, um, it's uh, M Audio's Nova series, and I've really really liked them. They're uh, they're they're more musician. They're they're you know they're not designed for podcasting per se. Like it doesn't have a you know a direct USB plug or anything like that. Yeah. So you have to either get a mixer or like a preamp for it. But I've been really happy with them. And I've, uh, <clears throat> that's the other reason why I've never really gone with a USB, uh, based microphone because I've, I've always been running multiple sources. So I've always had to have a mixer. Right. So, I mean, if you're talking about having more than one person, is that what you're looking at, man? Yeah. yeah Cause I'm looking for technically four, cause it's four, um, people in, in the podcast. And I'm trying to find a, a, a for sure mic that picks up four people or, cause I'm using a, just a regular computer mic. But I've been looking as well for a mixer that, you know, it's easier to fucking, I mean, a fucking, uh, uh, I'm not trying to curse a lot, damn it. Um, everybody's in a pocket. He's stuck in a, he's stuck in a cursing loop. It's okay. I've been there. Yeah, it's um, fine. It's not that. It, it, it's because, look, in my podcast, I, I curse like crazy. And Trent knows, I, 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 I'm trying not to curse in broadcasting or anything. I'm trying to learn not, not to say stupid shit at all. But it's just stuff. I can't help it. Well, let's just let me tell you those lessons have been really paying off. No, it's not. That's uh, why. That's why it, 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 in the show we invented a drinking game. Every time I say the the f word or the f word, you take a shot or whatever you're drinking, and people have wrote in that they got drunk because of me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think there are some people like that play our drinking game that just go into comas. So here, here's what I would recommend. Um, really especially since you're looking at multiple sources, we always use condenser microphones, so we're always using a mixer or some type of preamp. Uh, Trent's using that funky USB one. I've got a mixer. So I, I really don't know what to tell you. I think what you really need to do is find a place that has a very liberal return policy and just start testing some of them out because, really, that's the only way you can do it. Because I know that if you go into, like, your big chain store or you're in Southern California so you can hit up a Fry's somewhere near you, uh, they have a they have a plethora of options. Yeah, well, I'm I'm missing because I'm missing the the I guess it's called the mixer the CO on, the CO on something like that, uh-huh. and it's a mixer that it, it basically you know it's so small for podcasting for a small of us, and we're four people and and there there's people I ask people you know there's there's something called a C1 mic that will pick up everybody in the room. Don't but use I'm not it. Don't please don't do that. I can if there's any one thing that bothers the hell out of me when I'm listening to a podcast. If it's a microphone sitting in the middle of a table and people are just talking around it, that's too much air for me. If you know right. what I mean, there's too much ambient or ambient, depending on which how you pronounce it. There's too much ambient sound around there. 
Mm-hmm. And I can't, yep. I can't stand to hear the room. I want to hear voices. I don't want to hear the room. In you fact, know what I mean? I, yeah. For for a hundred like, bucks, uh, if you're looking to get under a hundred dollars, I would look for a mixer. And then even if it's just using standard um, mics that aren't that aren't condenser mics, that's going to sound better than one mic, you know, with multiple people speaking into it. Yeah, even if it's one of your cheap twenty nine ninety nine Radio Shack mics, as long as yep. you've got a decent mixer and people are talking, because that's another thing people need to learn to do is you need to. You want to run your gain on a microphone as low as possible, so that way yep. you're right up on the microphone getting captured. Like yep, when I'm exactly. talking, I'm literally not even a finger's distance away from my microphone. I was just testing yeah, it out in case you wonder why exactly I sound so stupid. I mean, I'm I'm practically kissing this thing. Come on, kiss it, Will. <laughs> kiss it. Well, I I, you know, I think people, you know, you have to be really close up and to talk to the actual mic and everything, but. Uh, to be honest, you know, there is USBs, like you said, and there's a mixer. I'm more into the mixer. Yeah. That, but the thing is that I don't know, what should, I, should I buy phantom power mixer? Yes. Four ports? Or, or yes. just buy a small one that has one phantom power and then just you know, use the jacks for it? No. Yeah, like most, yeah, most mixers, you'll be able to turn off that phantom power, so, and you could plug in just a regular mic. Um, like you can pick up, like, I think it's like a, a five channel mixer from Behringer for like, you know, 50 bucks. Yep. That's the one I'm talking about. It's uh, it's called the Xeon 502, I think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And ha- it does have, uh, I guess, four or five um, uh, adapters, I guess, to to turn on and turn off your the uh, the volume of the of the person talking. I've mm-hmm. seen that, but I, what I'm afraid of, if I do buy that, is if it does work. You know, it's true. I could have just go buy somewhere else and. If the if it works, you know, you turn it back and get my money and like that. You know, I never thought of that, but we'll see. Yep. Well, give it your best shot, man, and thanks for your call. Oh, thanks. Thanks for wasting your time, guys. You didn't waste our <laughs> time fine, at all. Dude. Take it easy. Why? <laughs> did, why would somebody think that they were wasting our time? I know. If if we didn't want people to call, we'd be like, don't don't fucking call us. Or Stop you know, it. or you'd be gone in the first two minutes. It's no big deal. <laughs> right. You know, I'm not, not, I'm, I don't mean nothing by it. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, call in. No, we had, it was good conversation, man. Don't beat yourself yeah. up. It's okay. Relax. We're just here to get along, man. That's all it is. <laughs> We're one big happy is, family. Yeah. This is a utopian environment. It is, man. Just, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> we appreciate your call. If you want to call like he did, by the way, it's 925-238-9020 is the phone number. And by the way, I also want to um, say a very special thank you again this week to uh, Americo, who has been on the horn several times now, at least. I what, love having him on Was here. it three or four shows? At least. And I, I, don't, I don't, it's, I don't know, uh, he may be going to the uh, Smodcast event. So, right. you know, that's why I haven't rung him. I would, I would more than welcome him being on right now. I just really appreciate it. And I, you know, I want to give the guy a break. Sure. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. almost like he is the, the unofficial, uh, third nethead. Uh, and who I would probably call the unofficial fourth nethead would be Amy Rothenberger, who's on mm-hmm. the phone right now. Agreed. Agreed. The, the uh, unofficial what now? The unofficial nethead. The fo- the unofficial fourth nethead. Oh, wow. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Especially well, considering that the feedback I got over Twitter this week was that I literally put people to sleep last week. Yeah, you know what? Oh, because of the football talk? Yes. Whatever. I was I was asleep the whole show and nobody complained, so relax. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
So, uh, Amy, I gotta, I gotta tell you, um, I'm not playing Scramble with friends anymore with you. <laughs> Is she too smart? My wife and Amy Rothenberger make me feel like the world's biggest idiot. <laughs> This is one of those games. It's kind of like, did you ever play the game Boggle? Oh, yeah. So it's Boggle, basically. You got to figure out, you have a play space, and you got to figure out how many letter words you can make out of letters that are uh, directly adjoined, or, you know, they're directly next to one another, whether diagonal or straight across. And I just keep getting obliterated by Amy Rothenberger and my wife. Thankfully, my daughter challenged me to a few games. And let me tell you, I kicked that kid's ass. <laughs> Congratulations, Will. You, yes, I took you're smarter than a second uh, grader. Third grader. Second grader. But yeah, I, I'm really yeah, proud of myself. Your wife hasn't given your wife hasn't given up on me yet. So. No. Well, I, it's not. Yeah, I'm so just tired of getting. I can't tell my wife I won't play with her anymore. But I can tell you, I'm done. Because I'm just tired of being made to feel stupid. It's kind of like playing well, uh, words with friends as well. In most cases. Uh, my problem is I'm always playing these games typically when I'm tired because I'm playing them on the uh, train ride home or the train ride to work. Both of them, I'm not in the right frame of mind. And all I'm looking to do on Words with Friends is just get a move and get out of it. Because it's my turn. i got to take a turn. The game's waiting on me. Oh, boy, I better go, better go, better go. Here's a word. Fine. Boom. Done. And that's well, not the you way know, I want to play. Words with Friends and, and, and now Scramble with Friends, which is relatively new, I find that the way you get better at those types of games is playing people that are better than you. Especially, like, Scrabble. Yep, not happening. I got I got really good at Scrabble by playing with people who kicked my ass constantly. <laughs> and then the goal was to get good enough to be able to kick their asses. Right but, now, but see, though, I'm very intimidated in one particular words with friends game that I'm playing. One of my friends from, from high school is actually a five-time Jeopardy winner, and no. he challenged me to a Words with Friends game the other day. Get a pass on that one. Him. Well, and actually, I came within two points of him. He beat me, but he only beat me by two points. So, um, but yeah, that's rather intimidating. <laughs> I told somebody that the other day, and they said, you know a five-time Jeopardy winner? I said, yeah, actually, I do. I'm just not, I don't, I, I need to stop playing these games where people make me feel stupid. Exactly. Amy, you're, you're too ambitious. I don't like doing things that I'm not good at. <laughs> well, then you don't get better at them, though. I guess yeah, I don't and, know. And, and, that's what all of his, and that's what all of his girlfriends have told us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the door opened to walk through. I couldn't help myself. I apologize. I know it was a cheap and easy joke, but so I is like Trent. It. I'm sorry I did I like it again. <laughs> I, I make for good I did, fodder. I did think of you fellows this week while I was sitting in a horrid Washington, D.C. traffic. Ugh. Because I was behind from for most of my two-hour commute home the other day um, because of, of bad rain and whatnot. I was behind an SUV who had a bumper sticker that read, My other car is a TARDIS. <laughs> that that's really i love bumper stickers except in traffic because no matter what i know it's not the car in front of me it's not their fault that the traffic is there but considering i'm stuck looking at their metal ass for at least a half an hour plus all of my <laughs> venomous hatred of the traffic somehow gets focused on the just the minor little quirks that their vehicle has 
I just release the hate. Oh yeah, on those. and you, and you're just looking at like, oh look at the bumpers dented right there, or oh you know their kid keeps on looking back at me, the little shit. I want to punch it in the face. Wow, I've never gone there, but okay. <laughs> Glad the anger management classes are paying off. <laughs> Dude, and I actually might take up. I think it was. It might have been Venator Two Thousand who mentioned that we need a new sound drop. Um, for the beginning that says something like, where in the world is Trent? Um, and I think I might work on, if I have some spare time this week, doing a little mashup of the theme from where in the world is, is Carmen San Diego and Trent yelling his Trent Huntsaker. <laughs> <laughs> and see how that works. Could be interesting. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Could be interesting. I don't know. I'm a little. I, I'm now. I'm just caught up on the fact that Trent wants to beat children. <laughs> not yours, uh, by any means. You, uh, will just oh. you know. Oh, okay. Well, you know, as long as it's not a kid, I know, dude. Yeah, just the one that's in my base. You know what, Trent? <clears throat> speaking for myself, but probably for most, we all were that kid once. <laughs> Von Cleef. <laughs> Von Cleef point brings up. I'd rather see a bumper sticker than truck balls. Yeah, let me tell oh, you something. There, oh there's God. nothing that says I'm a douche more than a swinging set of truck nuts. Yep, I couldn't agree with you yeah. more. Oh, my, those things bug me just as much as, I, like, when we were coming home, we got behind a car that had a baby on board sticker. It's like, <laughs> come on. Really? <laughs> well, see, Trent uses those to suck out the children to beat. It's true. I personally, I, I think the only thing from that, uh, I was just thinking now when the baby on board thing started, but I still miss the window Garfields. Oh, yeah. Those always you know, cheered me every up. Every once in a while, I still see one here and there. A poor, sad, they're, they're suction. Car as old as it is. But. The, the suction cups have yellowed. The Garfield has faded. It looks more like a normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Will, and I was actually thinking about this just the other day. Um, I mean, I know there's like a computer animated Garfield that's on TV now. Yes. But are the regular Garfield and Friends shows on still? Like, does your, does your daughter, is she aware of them? Uh, I, I have not encountered them in her channel flipping, but in her mm. Netflix viewing, she was watching lots of that uh, CG one, which, <sighs> which I just, I wanted to, um, what is the term? Gouge my eyes out with an ice pick. Yes, that's it. No, I, I tried to sit through it. It's terrible. It's miserable. It is so horrid. It, mm -hmm. Just bad. Because it's it, the, the person that's doing the voice of Garfield is trying to imitate the Bill Murray as Garfield exactly. from the movies. Yes. And mm. it's, and it's that really inexpensive, quick to produce, uh, computer generated Mm -hmm. uh, imagery to where, I mean, it's just the anime, oh, it's just so, it's wrong on so many levels. Yep. It's almost worth actually animating Garfield without Garfield for a better product. Yeah, there you go. That's the one I'd like to see. Have you, have you ever checked out any of those, Trent? They remind what? me a lot of your life, the uh, Garfield minus Garfield comics. <laughs> I haven't seen those at all, actually. Because what they what they did is they... So you've got John and Odie, then. Yeah, well, you, it's even worse, because you've just got John, and so it'd be like an empty panel, and then it'd be John <laughs> panic-stricken saying, I have no pants, and then an empty panel. <laughs> I've got to find this. It's very easy. It's at, I think, Garfield minus Garfield.com. It's only like four years old, but boy, it's just... 
some the early ones are the true gems because uh, I think Jim Davis was uh, I think that's the name of the guy who created Garfield. Yeah, it is. He he that was such a right. good sport about it that uh, you know he let the guy keep doing it, and then they ended up putting out a book like a joint venture thing, and then he's even Jim Davis has tried to do them himself, but the thing is. In the ones he does, he doesn't, he doesn't get the concept. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. He, 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 it's lost on him. So they're not as funny, but some of them are just, it's just, uh, well, hold on. Let me, uh, let me do the responsible, uh, internet thing and get distracted by the, uh, internet rather than hosting my show. <laughs> You're allowed. Which is, which is what the internet's around for. Yeah. I gotta find it now. And uh, what did I go on a different screen? Trent, did I accidentally hang up on you? No, I'm here. Okay, good. It just uh I drifted from screen to screen. That's the problem with controlling no, multiple machines with one mouse and one keyboard. You get a little lost sometimes. No, and I know I've I've talked and sorry, I mean, just for me to dive off a little bit here on a tangent. Um it is Garfield it's Garfield minus Garfield dot net. And it's dot net. Garfield minus Garfield is a site dedicated to removing Garfield from the Garfield comic strips in order to reveal the existential angst of a certain young Mr. John Arbuckle. It is a journey deep into the mind of an isolated young everyman as he fights a losing battle against loneliness and depression in a quiet American suburb. <laughs> so you like this one on January 25th. It's an empty panel of the mouse of just a mouse hole and it says this is and then next one it's just John looking at the mouse hole saying this. <laughs> That's not a mouse hole. It's just drawn on the wall. And then the empty panel again with the mouse. <laughs> Another one. Two empty panels. And then suddenly John coming in. New sweater. And he's all happy. It's and it's just, like a Cosby sweater. Yeah, pretty much. It's just so scary and wonderful. It's, um, uh, I'm reading the Twitter feed, Will, and it says the Digital 13's wife says you should never tell your wife that you won't play with her. No, no, I completely agree. I'm sure she would too. <laughs> or I hope she would, I guess is the actual thing to say. Oh man. I love me oh. some Garfield minus Garfield. Hey, you guys talk. I want to watch some stuff now. Uh, Von, Cle- Von Cleef said, so if, if you're in Canada, the, I guess they have a retro cartoon network channel. Would that be like our boomerang maybe? More than likely. Um, and they play the, uh, the Garfield and friends program. Now, but there've been a haven't there been several different iterations of Garfield cartoons cuz there was the one that was the joint show between Garfield and also the the farm animals one that Jim Davis was drawing. I don't remember right. the name of it. I uh, yeah, I do remember that slightly, but I don't remember the name of the farm animals. And I don't know if that one was a later iteration or the only one. I mean, how many I, versions of Garfield have there been on television? I don't know. That's that's the one that I grew up with. That had like Sheldon, which was I think uh, a duck who refused to hatch. Yeah, that was the uh, farm animal thingamajig. And but it, it, that was the same time that they uh, they did like a Christmas special, um, Garfield, which was great. Where they go and visit Grandma. Um, yeah, I, I, what? Gosh, I don't even know what that would have been like ninety one, ninety two. I don't know, man. Let's not get lost in the uh, Garfield be, it, vortex. It must be a second iteration because I was done a high school by 91, 92, and I remember it before then. Really? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for your call, Amy. Really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for the honorary title. Hey, my pleasure. You have a great one. And uh, we got another call. Who are you? Where are you calling from? 
My name is Americo, and I am calling from San Francisco. I've never I, heard of I this know fellow. This guy. Do you, I, are know, you, I, think I, I think I know him. Who is this dude? I don't know you. Long time listener, first time caller. Crank caller. <laughs> Crank caller. Are, are you calling me on your cell phone? I am. Can you believe I, that? I don't know you. Crank call. Crank call. Sorry. Will, Will, he's calling from inside the house. He might be. I'm good, sir. How are you? It's uh, we just called you the unofficial third nethead. Oh, awesome! A little while ago. Now, obviously, you must be either on route or on location for the Smodcast event. I am actually uh, near said location for the Smodcast event. He's stalking it, is what he's doing. He's not actually going <laughs> yeah. there. He's just stalking he's out it. back. <laughs> like I just like how the building the building looks. Pretty much. I don't blame you. Actually, what part of the city is Cobb's Comedy Club in? Uh, Cobb's is on uh, Columbus. Oh, okay, well, that's not going to make any sense. Um, it's uh, it's near uh, um, further in downtown. You know, uh, not all the way towards the wharf, but near around there. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I know, I think, uh, I don't think it's Cobb's. I think it's Punchline is near the Embarcaderos, isn't it? Uh, um, I think so. I'm not sure. You know, this is actually my first time. A comedy club, so I'm really excited to, uh, to, to see it. Well, and and this uh, special Smodcast event has kind of been a part of the whole San Francisco Ske- SF Sketch Fest. That's been yeah. go- and there've been a lot of a lot of great uh, things going on. Like one of the things uh, one group did was a live read of uh, or a performance of uh, some scenes from Hot Wet American Summer, which is oh, a great cool. movie featuring a lot of the people. Uh, well, Paul Rudd was in it as well as Elizabeth Banks and. Uh, and also a lot of the people from the state comedy troupe. And, uh, you know, oh, they had, they had other people fill in. Uh, Kelly Carlin did her Carlin Home Companion up there. You know, it's just been yeah, a, a there this week. yeah, it's a big, uh, comedy celebration kind of thing. With, I really wish I knew more about it. Um, like, uh, cause I'm just now learning all about it and I'm just like, wow, there's so many cool things going on and I had no idea this happened here in the city. Like, there's a San Francisco resident for you. There you go. I uh personally I like I said I would I would love to be there but you know it, I think the real the, the real tell for me will be when Americo points out what time he has left the location because <laughs> dude if you don't end up leaving there until I don't know uh like 10 or 11 o'clock I it will have been confirmed I made the right choice yeah, I think, uh, I think you're going to, I think calling it 11 is about probably safe. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I'm, I'm more than happy to, to be, to be home. I believe me. I <laughs> yeah. wish, I wish I could go, but like even today, I've been fighting sleep all day and then I, I made the mistake of taking a, a muscle relaxant apparently. Uh, cause, oh, nice. well, you know, I'm, I'm almost 41 years old now. I'm already starting to get so many pills. I get them confused. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say at that age, Will, isn't it just more like a tic tac? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, ah, oh, my breath is a little, uh, <laughs> little sour. Let's go ahead and pop a muscle relaxant. Ah, it's like just have a flex for all and, and call it good. I don't, you know what? I don't, I'm, I don't know if it did anything for my breath, but after the pill, I don't care. Um, so, so why, uh, why are you calling us, sir? Just want to check in. I, have you been listening at all? Have you tried using Stitcher on your mobile? What's going on? You know, I actually tried using Stitcher for some reason. I couldn't get it to work correctly. So I was hoping, uh, that the time, you know, I was just going to catch you guys right at the end. I was hoping I was doing that. Yeah. You're coming in right around there. So America, one of the topics I tried to hit on earlier in the show. And so I'm interested to find out your setup. Uh, cause uh, one of the things you missed is that I, uh, had to rewire the whole studio right before the show because 
that's what we do here. And, (laughs) you know, as such, I was curious about what other people's home setups are like. Now, Trent, he's got his dual monitors in his new computer on a brand, uh, not on a new desk. It's like a 1955 Army surplus desk, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what, what kind of gear do you have at home and how do you have it set up? Where is it? Well, um, right now, uh, let's see, uh, I have my MacBook, which is actually on my, um, uh, Ruth gave me a, the DJ Hero turntable thing. Oh, uh, cool. For Christmas one year. Ah. And it came, and it came in a box that turns into a, uh, a makeshift DJ table. I actually use that as my computer table because it's easy to just move around and put away whenever I'm not using it. Huh. So it just, you know, empties out space. So it's just a lazy man's table, basically. It's, it's, yeah. And so um, I have that. <laughs> and then um, I have a table that I used to, it used to be dedicated for my computer, but now it's dedicated for my very large printer and my iPad uh, docking right next to it. So, um so in, in reality, um, maybe 10 feet away from that table and then my, my little DJ table is right next to me with the computer. So yeah, so everything's kind of makeshift, but the TV is always like the, that standard right in the center of the room. It's what, it's what ties the room together. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's no, that way, yeah, that way I have three monitors. I'm pretending I have three monitors, but it's actually my computer, my TV and my iPad all at a distance. You know, varying distances. It, it sounds like you're using a like a, a laptop. Yes, yes, I am. I, I, oh. I am using a laptop. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it was not a tower that I lug around with me all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I was wondering you might collapse the box if that was the case. Well, and plus, once the uh, the iMac had taken on the whole unibody design, there are a lot of people that treated their iMacs as portable devices. So in other words, I can use it here, I'll haul it over to the office and use it there, that kind of thing. And I've seen right. people do that. They'll travel with their iMacs. That's insane. That, that must be, what, a good 30 pounds or 40 pounds? It depends, like that, on the, depends on the screen size, but yeah. I would be, I would be more afraid of dropping it in, in transport. Yeah, I mean, I'm always scared of dropping tech. That's why I gotta bubble wrap everything around me. <laughs> At all times, too. It really makes commuting awkward for him, but it's okay. If Nerf did any interior decorating, I would hire them in a second, honestly. <laughs> That's funny. I should just go to an insane asylum, you know, and just, you know, stay there, because at least the floors and walls are padded. It's true. At least they used to be. I don't know if they are anymore. Oh um, man, that would that would suck. Wouldn't it suck? <laughs> you just get there. There's nothing. All they do is they put you in bubble wrap. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you just start sweating and sweating. He can't hurt it's anybody really like this. Well, except that of Cheaper. course everybody that comes in to provide maintenance to you as a patient, all they walk up, pop, 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 pop. pop, pop. Stop <laughs> it! That's my safety. The nurses are going through like thirty sheets, forty sheets a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then someone pushes you down and just starts rolling you down the hall. Pop, 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 Poor patient. That's not how you do it. <laughs> You're wasting it. You got to pop them one at a time. Instead of shock treatment, now they're just treating patients with roll therapy. That's it. <laughs> it scrambles their brain just as much, and we get to hear them pop all the way down the hill. That's healing, folks. It's a satisfying sound. It's like they're listening to the ocean. 
Right. <laughs> it really is. That's one of the first games that I ever put on my iPhone was Bubble Bubble Wrap. I don't know if you ever played that one. Oh my! I saw it the other day, and I'm like, okay, because I've heard about it. I saw it the other day. I'm like, this can't be at all, you know, fun. And 10, 15 minutes later, I'm like, okay, maybe it is. Like, why can't I get a higher score? Oh, but it makes that nice popping noise. How did they do that? Wait, wait. What's the premise of the game? Uh, you pop as many bubbles as you can. And, and, <laughs> and what happens is it's, it's like an auto refreshing. It, it's everybody's on the planet's dream. It's an auto rebuilding sheet of bubble wrap. So the wow. more you, you keep popping and the more you pop, uh, it, the, the bubbles will come right back. So you can pop them again. <laughs> and every, and you know, every once in a while they have like a mystery point value too. So you can hit like, a certain ones and get really high score, like a bonus one, like for 25 points instead of just like 10 or one. And it's just totally random. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. the whole thing random is the only way to get a better score is to keep popping the bubbles. <laughs> I want that magical That's... piece of bubble wrap in real life now. Now I know, what to, like a... now I know what wish I'll ask from a genie once. It's just like, <laughs> you have three wishes. What is it? One, I wish to have an auto refreshing sheet of bubble wrap. He's like, really? Because, you know, world peace is on the table. Don't know. I want the sheet of bubble wrap that when I pop it, the bubbles will come back and I can pop them again and again. I know what I, I want, sir. I actually believe ThinkGeek sells that. There's a, there's, I have seen a sheet of auto-refreshing bubble wrap. No way. What? It can't I'm be. It exists. Oh, that such technology cannot exist. That is That and warp core dry, warp drive can never happen. Yep. It's, it's we just, haven't it's... cured cancer yet, but we have figured out for how to pop bubbles and continuously <laughs> forever on the same sheet. No way. It's, no it's way. Oh, the elect. I think are you talking about the electronic bubble wrap keychain? No, no, no. It's a, it's it's supposed to be bubbles. It's, from what I saw, it was little air bubbles that you pop, and then I some wizard comes by and waves a wand, and it, you get to pop it again. No. <laughs> you just you're involving wizardry. I think I, 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 I think I, I think he's been walking through the wrong districts of San Francisco and smelled something <laughs> funny. He's in the green room, if you know what I mean. Funnily, funnily enough, I am parked between uh, uh, a bar called High Tide Cocktails, and on the street corner there's a smoke shop. So I think I'm in the right place. Smoke right, smoke shop. Yes, that's right. right. Where they have all those, where they have a wall full of water pipes for the consumption of tobacco products. Tobacco, right. Yeah. Whew. Well, anyway, man, uh, please do me a favor. Uh, make sure you tweet about the show when you're leaving tonight. So that way, when I wake up in the morning, I know I made the right decision. Absolutely. I'll let you know what time I leave. And if you want, just mess them with them and tell them that you're me and you use my ticket. Actually, you know what? If your name is William Wilkins and you're listening to this show right now, you could go to Will Call at Cobb's Comedy Club and there would be tickets waiting for you. All you need to do is have an ID that shows your name is Will Wilkins and you're in. Or maybe, I don't know, you might even be able to pull it off with like a, a Bill Wilkins. There you go. If you're, yeah, I don't, wouldn't that be weird if somebody really was and now they're like going down to Cobb's Comedy Club? Hey. <laughs> And they're com- people are, are coming eating? up, to- and people are coming up to him. Wow, you sound a lot different on the show. I know, right? Even worse if like might- six people showed up. Yeah, there you go. You might get away with somebody, you know, like even Bill Bilkin. You know, it's like, oh, it's just you know, you know my name for short. That's they, they, yeah, they mess that up all the time. 
<laughs> a Bill Williams trying or a Will Williams tries and goes to cash in on it. Yeah. Again with this Wilkins, he says, damn it. No, it's Williams. I don't know why they can't get it. William Williams. It should be fl- easy. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for your call. I hope you enjoy the show. I hope it's a rewarding experience and you get home safe. I hope so, too. You guys have a good time, man. You too, man. And, and by the way, Americo, again, yeah. thank you so much for your availability over the last three shows. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Trent was actually there today, though. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I know, it's shocking. <laughs> was a was a Star Wars server shut down or something? No, he did the responsible thing. Yep. He's only been using his computers for television shows and porn. Yep. Yeah, because oh. I mean, let's be honest. That's what they were invented for. Exactly. Yeah. All right, sir, you have yourself a good time tonight. Tell everyone All I right, said guys, hi. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys have a good time. All right, man. Late. Later. There we go. So now Amy knows why I rush her off the phone too. Like four one five, this could be America. <laughs> and it was. And I feel better for it. Now, Trent, um, I don't I hope you don't mind. I want to kind of hop back to that whole technology thing. Yeah, by all means. Because I don't know. What are your feelings on this? Have we already discussed the Facebook timeline appearance? Um, I gosh, I think we did back in October when I picked it up on beta, but I don't know if we've revisited it. Uh-huh. So let's talk. I don't like it. Okay, which which was my initial thoughts when I got it too. It makes it look too much like MySpace again. Mm-hmm, right. I, I just I'm not sure. I, is this Facebook trying to combine all of the Facebookiness of Facebook with all the fun of Tumblr? You know, and and that might be. But here here's what I say about it though. How often do you visit your own profile? I don't. I don't at all. Right. Right. And and how often do you visit other people's profiles? Um, you know, not a whole hell of a lot. I really, of, I really yeah. just look at the, the stream or whatever they call it. Exactly. It's all coming through your newsfeed. And so uh, the, the timeline is only affecting someone who really wants to go through and, and see your life over a long period of time. Oh, wow. I miss this. Mike Bjork had said on Twitter, my job has bubble wrap that is pop proof. Total buzzkill. That, that's like alcohol that you can't drink. What's the point? <laughs> That makes no sense at all. That's 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 wacky talk. That's what that is. It's uh, made out of silly putty. I've seen some other. I don't know. I've seen some other people's profiles on it. I don't know. I just I like. I I loved the simple. Probably the reason why I still enjoy Google Plus, even though it seems like nobody's using it that I know anyway. Uh, right. Except all you wonderful listeners who I'm friends with on uh, Google Plus. Mm-hmm. Um. I love the simplicity. You know, it's part of the reason why I love Twitter. I just want to read what people are talking about. Okay. I don't, right. I don't necessarily need to see, uh, God knows I don't need to see it when you share pictures of memes. I just don't. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times this week I saw that fantasy football. It's just D for jocks. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> I think my, my Monday started off with that and my Sunday, that was the last meme that I saw somebody push out there. <laughs> it's gone viral. You know what else has gone viral? Viruses. Yeah, the clap. There you go. Because <laughs> that, whenever you need a good go-to venereal disease, the clap is just a fun one to say. It is. It, it, it is. It, it sounds positive, doesn't it? <laughs> he got the clap. Good for him. Good for him. 
You got the slow clap? Oh, there you go. No, the building clap. Yeah. The, well, that's what the slow clap is. It's a, it's a, it's a building clap. It, has anyone ever been in a place where a slow clap, clap really happens? Where it just like a, builds like up? a real one. Yeah. You know, like you see in the movies. Has anyone ever right. actually, I've never, wait, I think someone did on their Facebook timeline. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I mean, it's, but it, it's still clean though. The, the timeline is. It looks a little befuddled for me. It looks really? a little, it looks a little messy. I, I don't know. I, I mean, cause you, it, it's got hierarchy. So you got your, your cover photo up top and then your profile pick after that. And I then... don't like change. <laughs> it's no good. Every time technology improves now, it should be dumbed down even more. Oh no, old, old man Wilkins is on timeline. What do we do? What do we do? It's all gone to hell. I'm not going to talk to him about it. Yeah. What's with kids in these timelines nowadays? <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, I don't know, you may have caught wind of this too, but, uh, Google Plus or Google has changed their terms of use. Yeah, like, uh, will go into effect, I think, the first of March. Yeah. What's the, what are the changes though, Trent? What's the big deal? Well, it's smart um, for them because they really are trying to be the the one stop shop of the internet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they want to be Skynet, and so they're they're trying to integrate pretty much everything from um, your your search results with your YouTube results with your Google Plus likes and dislikes, so that when you type something in, you'll have you know a, a more precise. Um, you know, whatever it is you're looking for. So basically they're just going to be using your information across all the platforms to give you, uh, you know, a, a better response for what you're looking for, apparently. Mm. But, but, and, but that's and, just it. They, and it's also going to be a broader reach thing. So it also, uh, you know, it has, uh, language provided to it for like corporate and business. Yes. Yep. And then the yep. little guy like us. Right. God, so much has gone on in technology this week. It's amazing. Well, and I don't know if you've heard anything about, uh, I think it's ACTA. Oh, Lord, not another one. Yeah, but this one is done at an international level. Sopa, pipa, ACTA. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> that sounds like bad Italian to me. <laughs> hey, Luigi, don't forget the sopa. <laughs> Why are you putting on a, such an ACTA? Why? Why? Again, I've been watching a lot of Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> I I love your 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 uh, overtly stereotypical Italian accent. But I like it's, it. It's my I go for the mild comical. I don't go for the directly insulting and derogatory. That's why you got to throw in something ridiculous at the beginning, like "Hey, Luigi, we got to get these turtles out of the pipes." You do that, and they're like, "Oh, he's talking about Mario Brothers." It's okay. That's already an exaggerated stereotype. He can go off on it all he wants. Hey, Luigi. Anyway, uh, no, but so ACTA is an international one. Yeah, yeah it's, I've, it's seen, a, I've seen the tweets. I haven't once again aware of it. Haven't read about it sure, because sure. I, I just I got I, I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to read The Walking Dead on my ride home. I don't need to try and figure out what ACTA is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you got to pick and choose what uh what what you're doing and when you're doing it. You got to choose your battle, sir. You do. What's more, um, what's more important, reading the ongoing tales of a post-zombie world or finding out what ACTA really is about? 
Well, uh, it's 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 one begats the the next because after Acta, we will fall into a, a zombie apocalypse. Possibly, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, yeah. you got to put on such an act. Um, <laughs> so what's 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 the what what is the point of Acta though? It's 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 all of the really good stuff from Sopa and Pippa that they didn't want to get rid of. Well, uh, basically, it, it's trying to tie all countries into a unified um, uh, c- copyright uh in, infringement so so uh, and then means to enforce it all the way across so it's kind of like interpol um to the next level they they say that they're going to you know they're not creating new laws they're actually just going to be enforcing old ones oh okay that's good so yeah i i haven't read that much up on it myself but that's that's kind of what i've heard i know um mashable did a uh, has a, a video out with an interview with, um, you know, guys from Google and, and a whole bunch of other things. So I haven't watched it. Someone maybe has. What's I don't it? Somebody may have, but it ain't us. Yeah, it wasn't me. Because, you know, when it comes to providing you your important tech news, we're going to tell you <laughs> to go to CNET. Yeah, we're just going to Google it, man. We're going to send there. you somebody else because it's not going to be <laughs> us. Why would we do that? See, Bill Stranahan, he's saying, here's a write-up of Acta, and you can click on that link, and you can read it there. Am I going to? No. No. No, no you could. You could. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Look, here's the deal, okay? And I'm going to, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, okay? You need to ratify. You need to change. You need to catch up with the times on your methods for digital distribution. You need yes. to rethink everything. Yep. Because uh, no matter what, okay, technology will be a step ahead of you, and you need to catch up to it. So, like, one of the things uh, that iTunes did, they made it very incredibly easy for me never to bother trying to look for pirated music. Right, because it, it's, it's, so, it's simpler not to. It's How can I justify going out searching for a, a song and illegally downloading it when for 99 cents I can guilt-free get the song. Yep. Guilt-free, my friend. Well, and, and, and everyone's starting to pick up on that now. I mean, you look at uh, Amazon is doing a, a special for people with .edu, so it's you know over like 1,000 rock albums for under $5 a piece. There you go. Like they're making it so simple, but at the same time, and and this is one thing I was reading about with the whole ACTA thing is the problem is um, Hollywood and all these these you know institutions who have been putting stuff out for so long they have the money and the clout to push all this lobbying versus all these new tech companies you know like Google and and Twitter and others that don't really have you know the the power in in Washington um, or the the political clout. To, to swing their uh, their dicks around like that. Oh my! Yeah, I, I don't know why dicks came out, but it you know it did. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. Um, well, you know, it's uh, when it comes to technology, it cracks me up how people can get a perception and they have no idea what the reality really is. You know what I mean? Right. Yep, um, absolutely. Case in point, I think would be back to two thousand and around two thousand two thousand one when there was a really big issue. The I think it was either the writers or the actors or the or the vocal talent of the world, uh, they ended up having to go on strike because they couldn't come to terms on Internet usage. Right. So in other words, like let's say, for example, I end up doing the voiceover work for a Budweiser commercial, and I'm going to get paid for that commercial being played, all right? 
Now, mm-hmm. let's say that uh, commercial gets played on the radio. That radio station also has an internet stream. So their whole point was, well, I should be getting paid on the play that happens for radio, and I should be getting paid on the play for, that happens on the internet stream, right? Right. You know, uh, ignoring the fact completely that, you know, there's absolutely no revenue model at the time that anyone had for making money off of internet streaming. Right. Not a single bit. Not one iota. But they were all hung up on that because at the time, it, the, the dot-com bubble hadn't burst, and they just heard about all this money that was being traded around for dot-coms. Right. You know, so there, there's this artificial perception, well, there's money in the Internet. And, and, and I mean, this ended up holding some stuff up. Some things didn't happen because of this. And, and it was all about nothing. That's what it was all about, my friend. Right. Yeah. When it all came down to it. So, you know, I, uh, piracy isn't going to go away no matter what they do. And, and they, no. instead of trying to stop piracy, they need to think up ways to get ahead of piracy. Exactly. Cause once you do that, if you make it so easy, that people don't need to to go the illegal route. Plus, you know what? If you've got, like, let's say, for example, um, Avatar. Okay? Okay, okay. Avatar was one of the most pirated movies on the Internet. It is also one of the highest-grossing films that ever hit the movie theaters, and it's one of the highest-grossing Blu-rays and DVDs ever sold. Ever, yeah. So how can you say that the piracy really hurt the numbers on that one? Yeah, and and that's just it. Like, and 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 I know I've said this before, but if Hollywood would just take an internal look at what they're doing, people aren't going to the movies because it's too damn expensive, not because they've already seen the movies. Well, and that's because that's a catch twenty two that was created though, because you had corporations investing in these megaplexes. Right. I mean, yes. there is yep. literally one megaplex. Mega. Mega. <laughs> <laughs> Your tongue is a muscle, and it's apparently also been relaxed. Yes, it has, sir. Uh, there is one megaplex, not more than like three miles from my house, that is not more than maybe be four. Maybe baby. <laughs> now, I'm a, now I'm in Fat Albert. Maybe baby, Fat Albert. <laughs> oh, Lord. That megaplex is not more than maybe five miles away from another one. Right. Okay. So uh, you've got uh, these gigantic movie theaters, costs a lot of money to get tickets, the concession stand, you need to take out a loan in order to pay for stuff for. I mean, like, and imagine, that's just me paying for my wife and my kid, and I, right. I'm lucky if I can get away under 50 bucks. And that's even if I try and hit that cost-saving matinee. So, like, what is a, a family really going to do? And if you're talking about a man and wife with a kid, and they don't want to take the kid to the movie, then they're also going to pay for the babysitter, so then they get the babysitter, probably going to have dinner as well, and then they're going to have the movie tickets and the, oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's no, too I, expensive. I, now, I am a person, and it's also again technology, the uh, the visual possibilities and the audio possibilities that we can set up in our own homes. Many times, unless it's a big event film that's going to get me out there, I will right. wait for home video because I can have a much more enjoyable experience. Yep, absolutely. So you know, it, you got to look at the model. Not, don't worry about the piracy. Look at what you're doing. Figure out what you can do to get ahead of the piracy. That's what you gotta do. Yep. Unless, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and, and even, even with the piracy, it's, this is an outdated model that's been, you know, the standard since, gosh, I don't know, 80 years. Yeah. It's just, it's time for an update. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But then again, look at, look at other people now. I mean, uh, God, who was it? 
big name director. Was it Scorsese? No, somebody else. They're going to tour their latest movie around the same way like Kevin Smith did. Mm-hmm. You know, just going to tour it around. And then I'm sure they're probably going to go digital distribution. Yeah. You know, again, they're taking the experience and they're upping the game. Because that was one thing, even though it didn't get to play everywhere, you know, when Kevin Smith was touring Red State, you had like a a DVD or Blu-ray experience when you went to the movie theater. Because first you saw the movie. Then you got to talk to the director and maybe some of the people in the film. Yeah. So why would anybody even bother pirating that movie? That's too much of an experience to miss out on. You can't sure. get that. Anyway. Or, or even if, even had you pirated it, how much even more? I mean, we all know the experience of, of watching something with, with people of a like mind is, it heightens that experience so much more. Yeah, especially e- when you, you smoke weed. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Luigi. Sorry. <laughs> we gotta get the turtles. <laughs> Something's coming up the plumbing. Poor Luigi's in a bind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fighter fi- flies, holy cripes, they're all gumming up the pipes. Mario, where are you? Am I the only one that remembers the commercial? Probably. I have never heard that. I have never heard it either. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm stoned. Anyway, I don't know about you, Trent. We're at the end of the uh, show. I think we've beat a dead, a dead Gungan. Yes. It is, it's, a, it's saying, well, how would a Gungan say it? What would they say? Enough already. Miso gonna end the show. Oh, Lord. Why did I even try and give you a window into that? If there's ever a show that's gonna get us kicked off the network, tonight's the night. And I'm proud of that. I don't know about you. Absolutely. <laughs> it's Coppola, by the way. Oh, and, oh, uh, this is nice too. And, uh, James Smith is also pointing out. So first of all, he says it's Coppola. And he said, and piracy comes from edit houses, not the movie theaters. Trust right. me. No, I believe yep. that, especially when you see these screener copies. Right. Because I'm convinced now more than ever that even when a film is in its theatrical run, they've already pressed like uh, or they've already got it cued and ready to do the uh, the digital media as well. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Yep. So, you know, the only thing they're probably missing is like direct any commentary work that's going to go into the extras, the extra fluff they got to throw in there. Right. Because, you know, nowadays they probably do a lot of just digital transfers. So, you know. It's like, well, we've got the one digital master, and we'll make all of our prints to go out from that. From that, yeah. And those come I from mean, the edit houses. Yep. Wow, I never thought of that before. But yeah, you're right, Jim. Hey. Plus, <laughs> hey, hey, Jim, what do you know? Play, hey, Jim, man, what's it going? Why you act uh, that way? Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Let's just just oh, end it now before they all hang so us. Uh, well, I mean, because coming up there is a uh, um, some live smod, isn't there? Not for us. No, there's no. Soundbite Nation. Right. And unfortunately, that's coinciding with the 8 o'clock start time at Cobb's Comedy Club for right. the uh, Smodcast. I, I love last week listening to Kevin Smith talking about this because they're like, yeah, number 199 because, uh, you know, we got San Francisco next week. <laughs> it's like, and, you know, that'll be 199 uh, if we kill. If not, it'll just be something else. Because <laughs> they've also got their big Halifax show, which was going to be number 200. Right. So, you know, that's the big one. The big 200. Two aught aught. Two double aught. There you go. Even better. I like that. <laughs> A double aught. There's the show title, folks. It's the double aught. The double aught. But it's not. How do you spell aught? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> Till next time, folks. My name is Will. 
And my name is Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. Something coming up the plumbing portal reaches in a bind. Giant turtles out to get him. Creepy crabs are right behind. Spider flies, cheaper giants, they're all coming out the bind. Mario, where are you? It's Atari Mario Brothers with Mario from Donkey Kong, his brother Luigi, and lots of crazy creatures. And it's twice the fun when you play at once, because you need all the help you can get. Mario, where are you? Mario Brothers, new from Atari. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio. So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir, love, with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise.